back guys to another episode of you got me fucked up and on today's episode we are going to get into how losing friends and letting friends go got us fucked up stay Stay tuned. tuned Sue, did I tell you that I got a new plant? What kind of plant? I feel like I was the plant mom here. I know. I've Ever since I moved into my new place, I have been, I just had this vision and I was like, this needs to be a jungle and I have to do everything to make it a jungle. Now, I'm not a great plant mom quite yet. Thank God these plants are resilient. You can forget yeah. about them and come back and they like come back to life. I'm becoming better. I don't want to be that way. You know, but uh, I've got a new beauty and once I love you, her. Once you start the green thumb, it's really hard to just not. I'm obsessed. And, oh my God. So today, because clearly I'm searching plants on my phone all the time. Mm-hmm. So Instagram was like, hey, look at this subscription box that you can <gasps> get on. And every month they send you two new succulents. And they never repeat the same succulent in a whole year. But do you really want to do succulents? They kind of get boring after a while. But I have a bunch of other ones. And then I found these awesome little succulent hangers, like mid-century modern style that can go on the wall. Oh, my gosh. And I can have succulents on the wall. I'm just so excited. I feel like I can already see where this is going to go because I know you as a person. And I almost don't want to tell you the Facebook group that you should join because, my God, they will update you on which home depot has monsteras or birds of paradise or like anything seriously i want a birds of paradise really bad so if i could get on that that'd be great um they're not gonna last in chicago really not even in but there's like ways to care for them inside people are selling them on facebook and they're massive they're like eight feet tall but that's because they live in california on facebook in chicago like Lakeshore yeah. Drive, high rise. Right, because it's about to die once it gets cold. That plant lives off of like heat and humidity and just being out. And, like, well, you know. I'm very depressed now. Um, so. Well, Thanks. I just wanted to talk about like what today felt like to you. Because I saw you on Instagram today and Facebook and you were just like. Oh. With all social, the, all the things that were happening in the media. Yeah. With, um, a- Britney Spears. So and that's been going on for a couple of days, and and we did our Britney episode mm-hmm. not too long ago, and I am just so excited and proud for of her. what she's doing for herself. Um, but today, as well, I would say as many of you know, but you actually don't know what day we're recording this on. So today, Bill Cosby got released from prison on a technicality, and. I can't tell you like how many people have been deleted off my Facebook today. I did a purge. making early jokes or making jokes about like him being free and how some people it almost seemed like they felt like he deserved to be free. And listen, mm-hmm. I have pretty much, even though I'm very politically grounded where I am, I've never really deleted someone because of their political agendas or where they side really i believe that's a choice your choice is oh, where you are i delete but all day i will not support anybody that encourages a rapist mm-hmm. to be on the streets i won't i don't care how old he is he ruined so many lives and people are yeah. making jokes and happy that he's out sorry you're out of my life and we all know one of them yeah. but i won't mention him 
<laughs> but it's uh yeah at one point i was in the doctor's office i got my uh birth control implant taken out today nice i know you've been wanting to do that yeah i feel so relieved and then i looked at my phone and i was like holy shit twitter's going off yahoo y- yahoo yeah <laughs> yeah it is yahoo right you might be subscribed to yahoo i don't know all the things were like, and then like I went on Instagram, the Cubs were seven and oh, and then they were seven and 15 and then Bill Cosby and then, uh, people were complaining about Nas X kissing his dancer. And then it was Britney Spears. Dad spoke about something said he had never, he hasn't looked at the conservatorship in years. It's like, Oh, wait, but you're still showing up to every court every date. Court date? Okay. Money. I'm sorry. No. Okay. But yeah, there was a lot going on today. So, um, but we're going to get on today's episode and we're gonna get into the not the fuckery yet we're gonna introduce the episode so we have ann back today and we're excited to have another session with ann and talk about something that i think all three of us have experienced throughout many stages of our life and that's letting go of a friendship that no longer benefits or brings happiness to the lives of either one of you Right. Or just I you. I'm so happy you guys tagged me in now because that plant conversation, I cannot. <laughs> I was like, never. Oh my God, I don't even hang picture frames, let alone <laughs> some plants on my wall. Yeah, absolutely listen. not. I'm so happy. I just sat here. I was like, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I'm really surprised that Caitlin is doing the plant thing, but you know what? Plant mom to new plant mom, like, rock I, on, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to. I'll give you all the tips, but I already know how she is. Caitlin, like, once she gets into something, she, like, it's a little obsessive. I went to get an L bracket from Home Depot, and I came home with two new plants. So, anyway, we're about to get into this episode about how losing friendships has us fucked up. Yeah, let's get into the fuckery. (sighs) So, I, within the last um, three years, I think I've lost... Three or four major friendships. Um, I think all of them have broke my heart. Mm. And when I, like, I think that every single time that I ended a friendship, it brought me into a deeper sadness because it made me question who I was becoming. Um, It made me feel bad because you expect these friendships to, like, last forever and to stay the same or at least Mm. grow with you and i think letting losing friends and letting friends go is really hard because you don't really expect it to really happen you expect them to grow with you so accept you for who you are always forgive you know that you're growing knowing that when you did that at 19 that's not you anymore at 32 but you know sometimes that that grace or that perspective isn't given or isn't taken into consideration. Um, I think my longest friendship that I have ended year to date is 10 plus years. That was a really hard one. Um, And I think it was a really hard one because her and I were always coming to this end of the friendship like every two years Mm -hmm. and this last breakup was like either we can grow from this one but like we can't keep coming here every two years 
What was different this time? What made it feel different for you where you don't think you're going to be coming back to it again? I think that as a person for me, I was growing in a different direction that maybe she wasn't used to or maybe she thought she did. Or I don't I can only speak from my experience, but f- what what transpired was there was always a disconnect when we were trying to hold space for each other to the point where at this time I was going to therapy already. And every time her and I would talk, it would always get into an argument, but it was always me coming to her asking or not asking. It's not like I'm like, Hey, what's up? Can you do this? It was just like me just venting. And as we know, emotionally dumping on people isn't healthy. You have to ask for permission. So it got to the point where, like, she would give unsolicited advice or she would, um, she's, she was similar to me in the way that she wanted to fix things. She always felt like she had, she always had to have something to say. And it got so bad to the point where I had to set a ground rule for us where anytime her and I were going to each other, it was like, do you want advice or do you just want me to listen? I use that in so many of my relationships now because I'm a fixer as well. Yeah. So I find that that is some solid yeah. you know, things to live by. My so. mind is blown, y'all. Like I, like, I feel like I just learned something because I'm a mm-hmm. fixer too and I'm a talker, but I don't think I've ever taken the time to ask somebody, do you want me to listen or, or do, do you, you want, want advice? advice? I feel like, and for me, they go hand in hand. So I'll listen and then I'll, give advice until I hear them be like, oh, okay, bitch, I didn't ask your, for your advice. Yeah, your friends don't you know? always, your friends don't always want advice. I think part that's of- so good to know. Like, I don't know, like, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that, like, um, in this path of, like, learning people, I don't want it to just um, pinpoint it to therapy, but, like, you, you just want to be seen and you just want to be heard. So sometimes, like, I just need you to just listen to me. I don't need you to give me advice. I kind of already know what direction I'm going, but I just need you to be here with me as I'm spewing at the mouth. And she found that difficult? Like, she found that difficult to just listen with lack of advice? No. So, I mean, when I presented... I don't know the situation. That's Like, let me just just put that disclaimer out there. So When I presented it to her, she's like, ding, ding. So we started doing that. Um, there was one night where we indulged in shrooms and drinking, and we forgot about that question. And sure. that's where it went. Mm. Um, I think our communication, what I needed from her, what she was trying to explain, what she was trying to give was obviously very blurred because of, I don't want to call shrooms or drugs, but, you know, for lack of better terms, drugs and alcohol, like, we just couldn't communicate clearly where in the past that rule or that motto to live yeah, by um, always worked was was working for us. And then it's it didn't when, you know, alcohol and drugs were involved. And I remember at one point we came to the living room and our other best friend was there and she was kind of in the middle of it. And we just went back and forth and it became her telling her side, me telling my side, and then just became like tit for tat. And then it kind of like I went below the belt because I felt like, well, how dare you bring that up? And then it just got really fucking ugly. And then it was to the point where it's like, 
it was sad almost like wow 10 plus years and we can still like claw at each other as if we're like 16 years old Mm -hmm. where we don't know any better better and um i think we took a breather um she still spent the night you know we had a few conversations after that but i think before that conversation the before that situation had transpired we had gotten to a previous argument and she was like if we can't get it right like if we can't if we're always finding ourselves arguing every time we get drunk i don't want to do this anymore like either we can get it or we don't so she <laughs> how about when you guys don't get drunk have you guys ever came to that conclusion like maybe we don't get drunk together because you got a trip without getting drunk together. You that know was what I really mean? that was really hard for me and her to not get drunk together. Yeah, because it's like we loved each other so much. We loved having fun with each other, but like, I mean, she can hold hers and I can hold mine. Like we'd start all day. And was it also possibly like part of the root of your yes. friendship was was the socialization factor probably because i can i can totally relate to that and in, in the friendship that i most yeah. recently lost and you mentioned like going back and forth and the, the toxic like fighting and the mm-hmm. below the belt and acting like you were 16 and i i'm relating a lot to that and i'll get into that in a little bit but uh it's a toxic relationship just like if we were to be experiencing Mm -hmm. that in our romantic relationships we would have a flag to say like that's not patterns healthy we're repeating patterns we need to either find a solution or decide that we're not good for each other and i don't know that we do that as friends as friends when maybe it should be that way as friends as well if we're not serving to better each other's lives should we be in each other's lives without going into too much detail about like because we have such a history of like being friends not being friends being friends not being friends like she started going to therapy and she was becoming a little bit more self-aware and she just at one point i was gonna fight till the end i'm never gonna leave a friend like in my mind there are four best friends that I will do anything for and I will fight to the death of me. And she was part of that. And I was like, we can fight all day. We're going to get through this. But at one point she just said, she did mention that this is a pattern, which I kind of knew in the back of my head, but I was never going to say out loud. She was like, either we get it right and we fix and we can keep growing or we can just be done because we're not going to keep going back and forth. And I think that there's so much to dissect into that and we are going to in the future very soon do an episode on love or loyalty mm-hmm. and i think so much about what we're talking yeah. about is rooted in loyalty. your your integral part of yourself in that is that you're loyal above anything else mm-hmm. um and so we will get into that in a different episode <laughs> but but yeah it, it was it was that that relationship took me a while to like mourn and like i had a lot of sad days because i was like is like should i walk away from this like is this healthy for me but when i look at the particular argument we just weren't communicating like it was almost like she had a different type of lens or like a different type of iphone and i had an android 
like we're we can talk about the same app but they work differently right Mm. and i was like we just don't we're not speaking the same language we are no longer aligned it's i'm not trying to place the blame on you i'm not trying to place the blame on me but like we're just on different paths and i think it's just time to just be done like she had mentioned previously oh no i was just gonna say help sorry let it out girl i know all this fun um (laughs) it kind of goes back to what we said last uh the last podcast i was um on where like history kind of plays a role in our loyalty yeah. right? you've been there for so long so we feel like we have to give it a try right yeah. there's so much history there we can't yes. simply just mm-hmm. let that go so i think it's it takes us a little longer with people that we have such a long history with to to come to that realization like damn maybe it's time to let go you know like and, yeah and it hurt because like i'm like her dad calls me daughter like i can i can show up her parents house and roll up in there like <laughs> I'm one of them. It's super I got rooted. Their, yeah. And it, and the thing about her is that like, I love her so much. And like, sometimes my therapist connected the dot. She was like, you love her so much. Cause you see some of you with her. And I was like, Oh, maybe that's the reason why we go so hard at each other. Because when I'm not doing my best, she'd be like, bitch, you better da, 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 like amping me up, but also like, you know, better, you should do better because she sees herself in me too. And that wasn't some, that was something that I realized once we weren't friends anymore. But like, I think that my therapist was like, why does this friendship loss hurt so much? And I was like, ah, like I see me in her, like I can call her and she would like, like my, my voice would quiver she'd already know I was crying. I remember one time I got, um, I think I got, I had got attained from the, from uh, one of the suburb police stations. And the lady, the lady who was doing my taking or whatever, realized that I was a, a um, non-resident alien. She's like, do you have your alien card? Are you like legit, um, legit right now? And mine was, um, expired at the time and i share i felt safe enough to share that with her and she's like she's like girl we have to call someone who knows what's going on in here before i like um what is it called like process you all the way through so the only person i know (laughs) was like but and so she calls her and she immediately like starts crying because she she had known the process and she knows my family like when my brother had passed away I was staying with her so she knew when I got that phone call like she just knows so like when she got that phone call from the from the cop she started immediately crying and I was like stop like just listen real quick because we only got like five minutes girl (laughs) I'm gonna need you to call xyz and and it was so it was a really hard friendship to let go because you know and I think about her from time to time and I question whether whether or not to step away from it. But not to say that maybe somewhere further down the line, I think sometimes there are humps and there are bumps. Um, but I think that right now what's best for us was a separation. But it breaks my heart all the time. She, that girl was like family to me, you know? Like, like I said, she's been through every single like pivotal hard moment that has molded me to be the woman that I am today she has been there for so like my voice can quiver 
and she already knows she's already crying you know so i think that's the reason why friendships are hard to let go because they see a lot of vulnerable parts of you um you integrate them into your family they're no longer just friends you know um she was my emergency contact i mean she knows everything i literally like call so and so she knows okay like she already knows like and out of all the best friends she does know all that because she she lived very close to me so she was my emergency contact so i mean even thinking about it now it hurts but i think that's the reason why like letting go of um friendships hurt a little bit more than romantic ones but well yes they're completely rooted in your life and just as we see when we go through said romantic relationships, like the longer that you're in them, the harder they are to let go because they become imprinted on your life map. You yeah. Know? Who am I without this person? Yeah. Will my life function without this person in the way that it, in the positive ways that it has, or will it function better because it's actually pulling me back? And it's also, you hold that heartbreak that you know that they're also having. You know, your friend, yeah, her heart is breaking, losing that friendship too. There's zero doubt in my mind with the friendship that I just lost. I know that it hurts. We are, I know that I can speak for myself. I'm accepting of the fact that that friendship needed to end. Um, it wasn't serving either of us. And I think I was almost harming her more than I was helping and I didn't want to be that, so I'm not going to be reaching out to mend those wounds because I hope that she goes through and becomes successful in everything that she's trying to achieve. And I think my presence was almost a reminder of who she was before she was achieving these things. Mm-hmm. And that, in a sense, holds her back. I also I think that just like many toxic relationships, sometimes there's so much in the past that it's hard to let go of that. You know, so much pain, so much hurt, so many bumps, so many ups and downs. And yes, you've grown together and you've grown because of each other, but it's so triggering still with that person because as much as we want to admit we've let go of things, they keep doing things. They're right? still yeah. there. Those and those past <clears throat> pains are still there. And when they're, you know, when we enter new relationships and someone triggers something that is connected to a different person, we have this like wall of separation where we can go, hold on, I'm being triggered because of something I went through with someone else. This has nothing to do with you. But when we're being triggered by the people that own those triggers, it's so much harder to say this has nothing to do with you because this has everything to do with you and us. And that's so I want to. So that was her and I's problem. It would like every single time we would be talking about something from today. but Somehow it'll always circle back around to something in the past. And for me, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing today that reminds you of four years ago because I swear to God, I'm handling it different. Please explain to me what it is because I I thought we we, are it. 
like so do you are you saying yes, that you can't I agree with her I was gonna say it's because we're a constant like you know like I feel like friends that have like 10 years plus that's longer than a lot of people's been married right you know what I mean so you're a constant so it's easy to see you now and then remember that four that four years ago you did that thing and it, for it to correlate in my mind that way you so know because what I mean you may be doing it differently and I feel the same way I feel like I was like I'm I like to learn I I like to think that I listen, learn, respond differently. differently. I'm not saying I'm successful at that every time, but I like to think that I put cognitive effort into doing that. But I also believe that no matter how you change it sometimes, if the cuts are deep enough and if the wounds aren't actually healed or dealt with and and mm. we also don't look so deep to wonder why our friend triggered us and our, that trigger may actually be rooted deeper and we go into that deeper wound, I think that if we're not dealing with the deepest of our wounds, we're never going to heal it. And so we as individuals within that friendship are the trigger itself. I feel that so much because like I said, the last fight that we had, our third best friend was out in the living room she's like sue you're not listening to her to her it feels like you're still doing the same shit i'm like but i'm not when i did it back then i said it like this i said it with no regard like this now i have so much more awareness and it's not that i see where she's coming from but like for me personally 2007 isn't 2020 like these are two different people and at some point it's like i kept saying to the other best friend i was like it's almost like she has this grudge against me for how i hurt her in the past and it almost feels like there's nothing that i can do to heal that because you're not allowing me to grow and be the new person that you supposedly have forgiven me for. We've talked about the 2007 arguments, but like I'm handling 2020 in a whole different way. And it was just like, and, and Sue, like we, we talk about this in a lot of our episodes have some kind of like romantic theme because, you know, it's a big aha moment for me because Looking at your friendships in a toxic or like or a pattern is very like uh, new to me in the way that I look at my romantic ones because your romantic ones you're able to. But what I want to what I'm trying to say is we attach to people the same way our attachment and the reason we choose the people in our lives and the time and places that we choose them are because we're needing something or they're reminding us of something and they are filling and then we grow with them. But like, I can tell you that the individual in my life, her needing me made me need her. That feeling of being the one that was like able to fix things for her gave me a purpose in a sense and then at a certain point it became resentment and I think on the other side because she needed me I represented other people that she has needed in her life that have been very negative in her life and I don't know that she could separate that down the line you guys can't see this right now but I'm literally having like the blown head emoji right now because I can remember within that fight um third best friend was saying like you are still reminding her of what you did or like whatever how that came up and I was like how how like I couldn't grasp on it 
But in the same token, I understood that like there is two differences, but for her, it's not. And it's almost like, well, then how do you fix that? You walk away Mm -hmm. and you let them fix what they need to fix and you go fix what you need to fix. And by that, I mean, make more intentional decisions on the friendships you bring into your life. Make sure you're making them for the pureness of friendship, not because you're trying to fill a need. Work on yourself, be strong within yourself, be at peace within yourself, and the friendships and the relationships you build because of that become true friendships. Because I was like saying within that, um, within that fight or within this ongoing, it was like a summer thing. It was like a six months thing. I remember I was talking to, NBA and I was talking to other guys and I was like wow this is this thing is carrying on through the guys <laughs> and I just remember just like thinking like I don't really feel like it's a me thing like I see where she's coming from and I'm trying to be there for her the way that she is but like man when we start drinking it's almost like 2006 Sue is getting blurred with 2020 soon i feel like we're completely two different people i think that the 2006 you and the 2006 her are just not compatible with the 2021 yeah you know what i mean because like you said we y'all have grown you know what i mean like if Mm -hmm. and if she's not or if you feel like she's not willing to forgive you for your past and allow you to start a new path with her then yeah the best thing would be to walk away and it's out of love it is. Yeah. I mean, like, I love that girl. And any t- if she ever needed anything, like, obviously. I would lay on I, the train tracks yeah. for mine. But, and I so will, you're still her friend? No. In, I mean, that's the, loyal, the like, love and loyalty thing. Right. I would still do whatever, but, like, we're we don't not have in, an active friendship. Right. It's inactive. And, you know, I can whatever. sit here. And, You'll still have love for her. Yeah, do you absolutely. guys don't think that you could do a touch and base? Because I feel like that's what I've learned in therapy. Because I, I learned that, like, I do have, I'm kind of like you, Caitlin, where I, I, I kind of thrive off them, or I did, like, thrive off them needing me. Like, that gave me a purpose. Oh, they need me. And I had so many friends where I did so much for them. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, they needed me a lot, you know? And so I had to, like. She doesn't need me. She's so well. That's what I'm saying. But I had to stop and realize, okay, so. I like them because they need me. So let's, if I take that, that, that part away that they don't need me, can we still be friends? And I learned with some, I can, mm-hmm. and with others, I can't. And, and I agree with you with some, I can. And even with the one that I most recently lost, I absolutely can down the road when we are both established in the new versions of ourselves. I hope that we yes. can re-meet at that point and not connect based on the past we had but connect based on the people we have become that's Mm -hmm. what I hope for and I can sit here after the fact on this podcast and have these thoughts and ideas and these these deep thoughts because I've gone through it but I also need to be honest on this podcast that when my friendship ended or the activeness of my friendship it was messy I was immature as fuck Um, and, and I'm regretful for some of the choices that I made in that fight that culminated from a lot of other things, but I said things that I shouldn't have said, and I did some really mature, immature things in the last moment that 
I shouldn't have done. So I can have these deep thoughts, but give yourself grace because sometimes even though you can have these deep thoughts when you're wrapped in the emotion oh, for of sure. it all, you can act like a complete fool. And I sure did. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had those moments a lot of times. Me too, a couple times. <laughs> and I think that's part of the stages of grieving or when of grieving of the friendship or looking back at the situation, you're just looking at like how you could have done a little bit better or how you going to said things in a different way or how you could have presented an issue that has been going on for a long time in a different light. But I do think that like there comes a disbelief, then it's consider the re, you know, reconciliation, and then it becomes what it, what could I have done better, and then it's accepting the end of the relationship, and we're gonna get into the unfuck, but how do you accept the end of the friendship? Um, so for me. This isn't the first time that a friendship has ended, um, but this is probably, if I'm being very honest, the first time a friendship has ended in a negative kind of way, in a heavy way. Oh, really? Welcome to the club. (laughs) I have had relationships. (laughs) I've had relationships grow apart. I've had really things like that, but I haven't had a dramatic friend loss. (laughs) Oh, wow. Welcome to the club. We are in a mess here. (laughs) And the only other time I've had a dramatic friend loss was with this same friend. Um, but there's nobody else. I mean, my friends have been, I've been very blessed in life. My friends have been my friends since we were in third grade. My next group of friends have been my friends since Round I was 18. Round of applause for that because that really does not exist anymore. I was guys. like, all oh, my friends really are doesn't. usually like old school friends. Like I feel like the ones that I would speak about on this um, podcast would be like the friends that, that I lost within like maybe the last five years of my life. And if I didn't seek therapy, I would have lost all my childhood ones too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but those are the ones that knew me for like mm. 20 plus years. So they're like, we're going to give you through your ter- therapy, bitch. And then after that, you better come correct. Like, oh, so do so, you, so are you I'm saying- friends with all my old, like old school friends. So like, I mean, I could shout them out like Yvonne, Corey, Johanna. Yeah. Like these are girls from like high you, school, like elementary school. But do the you ones- think that those girls give you more space to grow? Absolutely. Rather than the ones that are um Yes, because I feel like they saw me from day one and they saw me now. And if it's sure. these are the people that literally pat me on the back for like how how far I've come and like how oh, much I've changed. Need, yeah, yeah, and it it really is. It's like a little you know, like you a little need golden, that. golden You need star. that reminder. So it's like, Oh, that's so nice and it, it does. It's like uplifting, it's encouraging. So like these are the friends that I hold dear to me. These are the ones that I, I I seeked help to not lose, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And Shout it was, out to them yeah. because you know what? That was my struggle with her. I was like, how do you keep meshing 2006 Sue with 2020 Sue after all that? It's well, like not, I mean, I know I have the same. And it's so the one friend I lost that was a 13 year long friendship, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and you're just like, how, how are you? But I think I maybe, like, uh, like, it's like I said from the beginning, like, maybe we weren't intentional when we made that friendship. Like, maybe, or we weren't as aware of what we were taking from one another at that time. But as we grow, 
And as we've learned about ourselves, we're seeing what we're taking from each other and it's outweighing what we're giving to one another. And, and that's what we're now focused on is like, this is taking too much for me. So we have to step aside where my other friendships are much more balanced. And I also like other elements. I've lived with this girl multiple times. Like when I've worked with her multiple Mm. times, like when your life collides on so many more levels, my other friendships, my life's aren't colliding like that. Mm. Do you You feel the same way with your, uh, yeah, I I think if I would have lived with any of them or like, or like long-term lived with them, it would have absolutely destroyed our friendship. Cause I'm, I'm, smart enough to know that we're not that like we're not compatible in a living situation that we could vacate together we go have a good night girls out together but like living together would have literally destroyed our friendship and it did for us both times and i think again like i didn't make those choices in the right place uh the first time we lived together is because i was in a situation and she opened her doors to me and the second time we lived together was because i was trying to give her a solution to a situation that she was in and I, I have learned that that is not the appropriate reason to make decisions. And we're going to do a cohabitation episode coming up and I, or living with a partner, but it could also be a friend. You make those, Boundaries. we'll talk about the decision making process in that episode. And I've learned a lot from the different decisions I've made, but it definitely influenced. Anyway, so the unfuck, how, do we adapt and cope to the loss of that friendship? I remind myself every day, and especially when I miss it and I'm sad, that I do think me not being in her life will likely result in her having an overall happiness right now. And I don't want to be in any relationship where I take something like that emotionally from someone. Mm-hmm. And so that helps. Yeah. I think by not being in the friendship, I'm doing the right thing. And so that helps. Now, again, like we said, if she called me tomorrow and and something was going on and needed me, I would answer the phone in a heartbeat. But I, I don't want to be a trigger in someone's life. Yeah, I feel like I don't want to be a trigger in someone's life either. But um, I took a lot of blame for this one. Mm, yeah, I had a lot placed on me too. Yeah, but- and I was like, I'll accept them. It's not our, we aren't going to make them see it differently because we are their trigger as well. They have to go out and live their life and honestly, very likely relive this scenario or scenario similar before they start to look internally. So I was, I was willing to accept it and I felt really bad and I was just like, could there have been a different way for me to address that? Was it wrong? Was it wrong? It is two people. I was like, she could have probably thought the same thing. Or like, just as much as you say here, like, what could I have done different? Oh, and I'm sure that there's something that she could have done different as well. So we can't. I am million percent to take a hundred percent of that blame because at the end of the day, both of y'all could have acted different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe you guys were at a place where you couldn't physically act different. This is where who you were, and this is who she is. Right. And so, like, yeah, you guys couldn't be different, and it's okay. Like, just I'd rather accept it. Like, just accept. Yeah, just accept it for what it is. What's at hand? Yeah than to place any blame on anybody i i in the midst of accepting it for what it is i've also had to forgive myself and allow myself the grace of like you did the best that you could with with where you were at at that moment i forgive you for any mistakes that you did make in the past Like, like we're not perfect like it's okay like your intentions were pure you tried the best that you could to explain 
where you were and how you felt and how sorry and you try to be empathetic. I never went into a moment with that with like a negative intention. And I feel like you say the same thing and and you're shaking your head as well. Like I can walk away. We can all walk away. And I hope at the end of the day, if a friendship does have to end, you can walk away saying I didn't ever do anything to intentionally harm you. But I own the fact that I harmed you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just knowing that, like, at the end of the day, you know you love them. Hearing you talk as, lo- as long as we did about this. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. know you loved her, Sue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think that any of your past actions have had any ill intent. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I and they don't that. outweigh what, the love she feels. either. They don't outweigh the love. I know in the end, I hope, and I also believe, I can only speak for myself. At the end of the day, I know that right now this friendship is not okay in our lives but it doesn't outweigh the fact that i love her mm-hmm. but this right. is the right choice you just gotta walk away from certain friendships and you just outgrow them they no longer serve you purpose no blame on either side it's just like hey we're not aligned right now and that's okay so you just gotta like accept it for what it is and still show love or send love in whatever frequency you want to send it but that's our version of the unfuck the fuckery of losing friends got us fucked up but we hope to never lose any of you our new friends so we (laughs) want to make sure that you're finding us on instagram (laughs) that you got me fucked up um sue can you describe how you wrote it out so that they can look it up. Everybody oh, got, grab your pens um, and pencils. <laughs> yeah. You got me F underscore C K E D U P. So go check us out. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> share with your friends, please. Uh, we love so doing this every week. We love coming into this room and this space and talking through the the things that kind of turn your life upside down. We hope that you're really enjoying tuning in. We want you to follow us on Instagram, but we also want you to send us some DMs. Tell us some things that you want to talk about. If something you heard on a s- episode really like got you thinking, we want to hear your responses to that. And trust me, we will we will share them without sharing you, but we want to hear from you guys. We want to share everyone's yeah. opinion because guess what, guys? It's an opinion podcast. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be an, an episode if she didn't. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get all the opinions. And out. we're yes. grateful to have you back again. And we oh, will definitely y'all. have you in the future. I'm and so we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. All right, bye, y'all. <laughs>